to Haunted Hangover Reviews, Texas Chainsaw Massacre 2022, and I'm joined by Chris. Hello. What's going on, Chris? Going to be uh, going to be joining me on these uh, these new new film reviews permanently going forward. We we talk shit about all these movies on the side anyway. You might as well you know put it out here for other people to hear. Yeah, yeah, we, we talked about Scream last month, so, you know, the big movie of this month, horror film, is the new Texas Chainsaw Massacre. Now, where do you stand with the series as a whole? Are you a big fan? Do you hate yeah, it? I mean, no, I don't hate I could never hate the Texas Chainsaw Massacre <laughs> series. I will say I have a, a fondness more for some of the later entries than I do. For, I mean, I love the original, but I have just a, a different kind of fondness for like the next generation and how wacky it is. Yeah. And, uh, and you know, the two remakes from the early two thousands, which were really, really well done yeah. remakes, I feel. Um, but yeah, I mean, I love the series. It's just, you know, I don't, I know a lot of, I know you personally, you have a huge affinity for the original, which you yeah, know, everybody, yeah. there's no, nothing wrong with it, but it, yeah. it, for me personally, I like some of the later entries a little bit better. Yeah, I've noticed a lot of people. There's people that like love the remake more than the original, which always blows my mind. Yeah, it's interesting. <laughs> I don't know that I'd say it, I. I. I mean, it's subjective anyway to say what's better yeah. than one or the other. So, you know, that's what we're here doing, just dropping opinions. So it doesn't make a difference. Yeah. But I, I like the. I like the. There's a lot of aspects in the remake that I do like more than the original, but yeah. you know, the original is the original for a reason. Yeah, when it comes to the series as a whole, for me, I always feel like nothing will ever top the OG version, mm-hmm. the original film. Um, I don't hate the remake. I think the, the remake is a, a well-produced film. It looks good. It's well-acted. Um, there's a lot of iconic stuff in that movie. Even to this day, people you know remember certain things about that movie more so than the, or, than the original as far as the actual sequels go that are supposed to be connected, because much like Halloween, this series has like 50 reboots <laughs> and timelines. Keeping and track like, of the timelines is, and there's like is, is 50 a task. Titles that are, there's yeah. like 50 movies all titled The Texas Chainsaw Massacre or just Texas Chainsaw Massacre. I always feel like the film was is kind of like waves, ups and downs. A lot of people love part two and part three. There's people that hate the next generation. There's people that love the next generation. There's people that just love the remake. Um, there's people that love the new one, 3D, and yeah. the one that just came out. Yeah. <laughs> so it just – I've always thought – I don't know. It's weird. I always felt like there's certain – like I like the second one. I like the third one. I, there's parts of the next generation I like. There's some I've never even seen. I've never seen – what is it? The beginning? The, the yes. Prequel yeah, the, the prequel to the remake. Yeah, Texas Chainsaw, the beginning. Never, I've never seen that one, and I never I like Leatherface. That one I've never seen. That, yeah. I've never seen that Leatherface. That was Which like, I, they, they were. It was in that weird time where the horror genre was doing this weird, like we're gonna give you a lot of backstory about why this character <laughs> yeah. is the way that they are. You know, like Hannibal Rising, and and uh, even Bates Motel to a degree is that yeah, kind yeah, of concept. Yeah. And I, sometimes that concept is unnecessary and i felt like with that leather face one I, th- I have no desire to ever watch that yeah the the filmmakers are the guys that directed inside which is yeah. a great 
great horror movies. So I, I'm curious. I should sit down one night and just kind of toss it's, it on. It's on Pluto watch. TV quite often recently. Yeah, <laughs> I think I've seen a clip or two, and it doesn't look like a Texas Chainsaw Massacre yeah. movie. I'm like, wait a second. Is I think this, I think Stephen Dorff is in it, if I'm not mistaken. I think he plays like the sheriff in the movie. Oh, but, is he? Uh, I gotta watch yeah. it. And I want to say that they filmed it uh, overseas in Bulgaria, which is where they filmed the newest one, the one that we're going to talk about. So I guess yeah, aesthetically it's kind of the same. Yeah, but, you know, it, again, just to kind of finish my thought about the series as a whole, I'm, I'm always going to – I always go back to the original, you know, and I dabble in the rest. I wouldn't say I'm a huge fan of any of the sequels or, or you know, I wouldn't say I'm, like, the biggest fan of all of them, but I can appreciate things about each one, you know. And, yeah. and honestly, at, yeah, the yeah. Day, uh, at the end of the day, you're watching these movies to see Leatherface – like so saw he, people. He's, and he's a fun people. character. He's yeah. He's definitely uh, an icon. You know, he's, yeah, he's up course. there with the rest of those characters, the the Freddies, the Michael Myers. Is wasn't he? Wasn't he like one of the first licensed characters in that Dead by Daylight series? Like that he was the, like the, the video the game. One. Yeah, he was early he was on, right? Second or third. Yeah, it was. I yeah. think Michael Myers was first, and then uh, Leatherface shortly after. Yeah. Well, let's let's jump into the let's jump into the new one. Let's jump into 2022. Uh, we won't. We're gonna let's... we're gonna cover some spoilers, but before we go into the full kind of spoilers, let's talk a little bit about who's involved in this movie. Uh, Fetty Alvarez, who directed the Evil Dead remake, which is another fucking great, great another great remake. movie with a chainsaw. <laughs> yes. Uh, he produced this. I think he was involved in in writing. Yeah. Yeah. This one too. Uh, the director was David Blue Garcia, who I'll be honest, dude, I've don't never know much never about heard him. of yeah you know Fetty Alvarez as a filmmaker though though like though what he's been making like Don't Breathe is a great movie and and he had a I think the sequel to one of the girl with the dragon tattoo like the second yeah, one right he directed that one good film you know and obviously again like I said Evil Dead so he's a he's a pretty competent filmmaker and he's making yeah, good absolutely. shit you know what I'm saying so I thought he was the director of this originally so I was yeah hyped. Before that, but then when I saw he just produced, that really doesn't mean jack shit. At the end of the day, if you just produced the film, you know, you gave some input, but he didn't right, right, right. probably got a bit of creative input. Yeah. But I mean, I will say for a guy that, you know, I can say I've never heard of this director prior to this movie, I don't know that this is his first film, but I mean, for a lot of people, this is going to be their first exposure to this guy as a director. And I think it's a pretty solid, I guess call it a debut for this guy it's it's a good directorial debut yeah it's a it's a pretty movie uh, before yeah. we go let, before we go into it let's give one more spoiler warning since this is a new movie spoiler warning let's jump into texas chainsaw massacre 2022 so harlow is a ghost town we have a vision for this place all it needs is young blood i don't want to live here this is a chance for people to start fresh somewhere Somewhere safe. Hey guys, you should see this. What are you doing in our house? You really shouldn't be here. This is hardesty. Sally? I'm afraid your old friend's back. 
50 years I've been waiting for this night. Just to see him again. Who? dude so let, let's dive into the plot first what did yeah, you think of the talk. whole gen z millennial group of i guess they're supposed to be cooks that's what i like chefs right. right yeah they they have these big ambitions for a town that they have no business being in which you know is is a, a pretty standard uh story of I guess gentrification. That's pretty much the, yeah. the the main theme of the movie is gentrification gone wrong. And I think for a lot of the the discord around, you know, the people that are are vehemently disliking this movie for whatever hating reason, this movie. hating hate, it. This yeah, that fucking hate step this past movie. dislike. I think the thing is like they see reflections of themselves in these characters mm. that are just shitty, and they're like, well, oh, this is. This is dumb. Why would you do this to people like this? Yeah. Well, I mean, if you if you take offense to it, then you're probably one of those kind of people. So, yeah, you might not like what happens to these crummy kids who have no business being <laughs> where they are. So, I mean, I like yeah. I think it's a fun plot. It's you know, yeah, there's no, it's not Titanic. It's not Citizen Kane. There's not much to it. It's, you know, cannon fodder. You get a bunch of characters that are going to get cut up and killed. That's what you're watching this movie for. And these are supposed to be Gen Z, yeah. not millennial, right? right. Younger, I mean, like younger, younger than, than us, us for sure, because yeah. we're millennials. So I'm guessing they're supposed to be like 22, 23 is, is kind of the vibe I got. Yeah, yeah. early to mid, I'd say. And, 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 you know, early on, you you know, the character, I believe her name was Melody. She's anti-gun. Yes, yeah. And that's... Leela, the younger sister, survived a mass, like, school shooting, school right? School shooting, I think yeah. Kind of uh, a what, couple, a couple of weird like character flashbacks of her surviving it, kind of peppered in there. Which you know, as we go on, we'll talk about more of uh, just the runtime in general. It's a, it's a tight eighty-one minute movie, short, and I feel like short. they they kind of crammed a little too many ideas and didn't flesh them out quite enough. Yeah. And I, 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 I think you'll agree. With that, so I think that the school shooting flashbacks was kind of one of those half baked ideas, and it's only sprinkled in. I think yeah. those flashbacks, and they're really brief, but yeah. they're a couple of seconds here and there, where you see her laying on the floor with her phone next to her. Right, or something. the aftermath and, of a school yeah. shooting. You're not seeing the so, school shooting. No, no. Which honestly, I think this movie would have benefited from maybe showing a little bit of that. Maybe could would have made you care more for her. Right. Um, as far as the plot goes, though, I did I did enjoy them taking over this town. What is it? Harlow, I think is the Harlow, name of it. Yeah. I have it in my notes here. Harlow is the name of the town. And the whole deal with them getting everyone's, what is it, lease or contract or mm-hmm. deed to their, 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 their property. Their deeds to the homes, yeah. Yeah. And, and how this woman 
became the caregiver of Leatherface somehow. That's also never explained. Yeah, yeah. And how they dick her over with basically kicking her the fuck out of her property, her orphanage, and then her she dies because she's sick. We don't really ever know what she's sick from. Yeah, she's just a sick old lady. Yeah, played by Alice Krieg, the uh, the Borg queen from from Star Trek (laughs) in the in the nineties. Dude, dude, I didn't realize that. I'm like, oh shit, you're right. That's who that was. Oh shit, that's amazing. Uh, yeah, I didn't, dude. I didn't hate it. Like there was that whole scene where they're they're bidding property and they're talking about food trucks, and there's like this group of people that come into the town on a big party bus. And they're all obnoxious. They're basically there to be killed. It's it's mm-hmm. blatant. The, the movie is not hiding the fact that they're right. supposed they're, to be like I said, slaughtered fodder, yeah. and completely just obliterated by Leatherface. Um, I didn't hate it though. I didn't. I, I thought it was a, a decent setup. Could it could it have been explored a little more? Of course, you know, <laughs> a little bit more. I feel like the movie could have used maybe five to ten more minutes mm-hmm. of those four characters driving to Harlow just yeah. to flesh them out a bit because that's been such a prominent part of the Texas Chainsaw Massacre sex series. Absolutely, yeah. There's there's always that that opening that is kind of lulls you into a false sense of security. It's like an idealistic yeah. road trip kind of vibe for the most Not part. That, yeah, that's that's really missing from this film in, in a lot of ways. Which is weird because they've done, they followed that trope in all the other movies for yeah. the most part. Like you follow this group, you know, I think in the remake they're going to a Leonard Skinner concert. Yeah, right. In the original they're going to, I think, just visit her family or see where she was raised. Her yeah. Sally and her brother, um, Franklin. And then even in uh, 3D, Texas Chainsaw 3D, they're going because her grandmother passed away and she inherited some property, but you get to hang out with them. They stop at gas stations. Mm-hmm. They're talking shit. There's none of that. In yeah, they, they do do that, but it's a so brief. Bit. It's so brief Dude, that it doesn't matter. Two minutes, a minute or two is all. You I'll really tell you. I'll, I'll tell you. The first friend that is killed in the group, the blonde girl. I don't even know what the hell her name is. Yeah, it's kind of a kind of a, a drag that they like. Yeah, there's that scene. I think they go to a grocery store too, mm-hmm. but it feels so much shorter when comparing it to the other films. Yeah. How much more time you spent with the characters? Maybe I'm wrong, but no, 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 I agree. <laughs> I feel like it was like super abrupt. It just happens, and they're there, yeah. and they're driving from you Austin get to this tiny Harlow bit of exposition, and, yeah. and then that's it. Let's jump into the characters. And, and speaking of of characters, the the main big man himself, Le- Leatherface. I thought he was uh this actor. I thought he did a good job. I believe that that's the same Leatherface from 1974, I believe, is the original. Yeah, almost 50 years. He's supposed to be in the 70s, so my man's a spry 70-year-old. Takes care of himself. (laughs) He was running around, breaking dudes' arms and stabbing them with them and doing all kinds of wild shit. So I I thought he was really well done. Uh, His build, it looked like like Gunnar Hansen. Yeah. You know, aged up a bit, and, and I can appreciate that. Um, yeah, the the whole mask idea, him kind of being kept away and not murdering for forty years or whatever, was a little iffy. That whole subplot, but mm-hmm. you know, 
And I did find it weird that he, the woman that he was taking care of, he used her face instead of using the girl, the blonde girl you talked yeah. about. Because that feels more Leatherface than him using one of, he would never use one of his own family members' right. faces. And I don't think he's ever done that in, this, in the franchise as a whole. So that was an odd choice. Yeah, it, it, it seemed, it, it seems kind of backwards in the sense that the only person that's taken care of him all this time, he's going to defile her dead body in such a way, yeah. you know? Yeah, I, I think it would have been cooler for him to just kill the blonde girl and use yeah. or one of the cops at least. Right. The blonde girl would have made more of an impact because that was their friend. Right. And, Which you know they've done yeah. that in other Texas Chainsaw Massacres. Yeah. Like in the in the remake, you know uh, Jessica Biel's boyfriend, she sees yeah. Leatherface wearing his face, and that's a great you know impact. That scene always stands out in my mind when I think about the remake. And yeah, there's not that kind of punch to no. it in this. No, and he, and it's funny because imagine if he would have shown up wearing her face, they would have been like, oh shit, she's dead. Like, that's how you know, that's how you confirm the character right. is dead exactly. and the other characters know that she's dead. I don't even think they ever question, like, is she, a, like, do no. they ever find out that the blonde girl died? I don't no. think so. They, they, you know, they get the text message from her that the yeah. lady died. And that and, was basically uh, it. That's, yeah, that's kind of it. <laughs> Uh, what about Melody and Leela? Did you or Lila? Did you did you like them as the the female leads, the final girls, kind of? Yeah, they're fine. They're I mean the the younger sister, the um, uh, Elsie Fisher is the yeah. actress that plays the younger sister. Lila. She's kind of more of the driving force for the movie, but yeah. I feel like um, she didn't necessarily have as much to do as her older sister. Like her older sister yeah. kind of gets a bit more of the of the cool set pieces of the movie. Yeah. Whereas I will say it's it's mm-hmm. kind of weird that that she's story wise more of the main character, but yeah. in in the movie she does less, you know? Yeah, I will say she has the most tense mo- like one of the most tense moments in the film when she's under the floorboard yeah, and, cha- yeah, and that's uh, a Leatherface great has sequence. the chainsaw and he's fucking like fucking jamming it into the floor and he has that really cool kind of like Jaws fin moment where the chainsaw is getting really close to her through the floorboard. That was really cool. And then into the pipe where all the shit falls off. Oh, yeah, God. (laughs) Fucking gross. The girl fucking got all bloody and covered in shit, that character. That sucks. Um, I didn't hate them. I thought they were okay. I I didn't think they were that annoying. I'm seeing on Twitter and fucking – letterbox that people have hated these characters and i mean that bad they're 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 horror movie characters they're gonna make stupid decisions that's what horror movie characters do yeah you know to 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 constantly apply real world ideas (laughs) to horror movie characters you know you're you're nitpicking and you're going into it looking for something wrong yeah and you're clearly you're gonna have a bad time yeah, I just didn't think they were that bad. Honestly, out of all the characters, and there's one more character I want to talk uh, talk about here, uh, I thought that the sisters were a good addition, and they were decent final girls. Yeah. You know, they, they were – you were rooting for them in a sense, in a way. You know, I didn't think they were as fucking shitty as, as other people are saying just, just because of them being Gen Z, which I do think was the point. Right. I don't think you were supposed to feel sympathy for any – of these characters for the most part. But I think those two you're supposed to feel the most of your lack of sympathy for, you know, these two characters because they're the least bad out of all of them. You know, even when, even when the sister realizes that they, that they essentially kick this woman out of her house without, 
yeah, she feels yeah. terrible. She did. She didn't do it the right way. Whereas, you know, the, the Dante character, he's like, oh, well, you know, it's got to be here somewhere. It's here. We, we did it yeah. right. And he kind of brushes it aside. Whereas the sisters are, are cognizant that they did something wrong in this instance, you know? And I think honestly, Melody, that actress, I forget her name. She was also in happy death. Day Sarah, too. Sarah Yarkin was, yeah, was, she that, was that actress. Great, yeah. dude. She was crying, fucking yeah, boogers yeah. coming out of her nose. Like she was acting dude. Yeah. That's why when people like shit on the movie, I'm like, damn dude, the girl was like, she was, she was doing her thing. No, she yeah. Was not, she was, she it, was giving it, it, it all. It's not a shitty performance. And I think people are kind of brushing that over in the reviews and the toxicity that is Twitter. I think people are kind of just shitting on a performance that I don't think uh, Twitter, was that Twitter's, bad. Twitter's accessible anyway. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> it's a it's a, a necessary evil, unfortunately, especially for podcast podcasters like us. Uh, one more character I want to touch on that's pretty vital, and I and I use that word loosely to this movie is Sally Hardesty coming back. That character yeah. coming back, it's it's you know Marilyn Burns port- portrayed her in the original Texas Chainsaw Massacre. She passed away a few years ago, so mm-hmm. she obviously couldn't come back, and they got a new actress to pro- portray her. I'm not too familiar with the actress that portrayed her either. She's a French actress, I believe. Yeah, I'm not I'm not too familiar with her work. Um similar to a lot of other things in this movie, I feel like that was the most undercooked yeah. <laughs> uh, idea. Uh, it was not, it, it, they didn't fully think that out. She's only in like two or three scenes before she shows up in Harlow to like kill Leatherface or confront mm-hmm. Leatherface. Um, her performance wasn't bad. It just, there wasn't much meat to it. Right. You know? There wasn't really much to it other than her kind of just showing up, having a shotgun, Looking badass, which she was. Yeah, you know she puts up a fight, but I feel like the movie could have could have used another again another ten or fifteen minutes with her in right. the script, right? To Just kind to kind of, kind of see where she's yeah. where she's been this whole time. How this because you 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 know you we know as an audience that she's the only survivor of the original Texas Chainsaw Massacre, yeah. but we don't get to see really how it's affected her this whole time you know we get yeah. kind of a little brushes of dialogue like oh yeah she became a a cop or whatever to, to a sheriff or something a sheriff, like that. Yeah, yeah because she wanted to find him all right cool like show us you know her her case files from the last 50 years give us like a 10 minute scene or five minute scene of her you know her investigations over the years how it hasn't panned out maybe she's yeah. frustrated by that and and and, you know, this is finally the moment that she's been waiting for this whole time. And we just kind of get it glossed over in, in a, in a you know, front leather face. Yeah, and like and my man, Thanos, my man Thanos is her. He's like, <laughs> he's yeah. basically she's like, do you remember me? And he's like, just walks away from her. Yeah, he's like, yeah. I don't fucking know who you are. Yeah, <laughs> it's, it's very, which it, I thought is kind of cool because it's like, yeah. you know, this this thing was so important to her. But to him, it was just eh, whatever. And just you're just somebody that was in my way. Yeah, he doesn't even – he dude, he, he just walks away from her. Yeah. And, and, you know, and the whole Sally Hardesty thing is basically a play on the Laurie Strode new Halloween franchise. Right, The new right. films, I mean. They're tr- they were trying to mimic that that gold, I guess, and I'm using very, that – Very, very clearly I'm inspired. using that loosely. But, like, they're tr- they were trying to mimic that with this film. But what I will say, the 2018 Halloween was able to flesh out Laurie Strode way more. Right, right. And their new characters where, well, sort of. They, I don't think they fleshed out all their new characters very well. But um, 
this Sally was not as fleshed out when comparing them. And I almost feel like she wasn't necessary to the film. Not she, she, That's what I was going to say. You know, with, with Lori, she's central to the plot, whereas yeah. Sally's thing is, is kind of tacked on as an afterthought to this plot because it's not tied to the kids coming to Harlow in any way, no. shape, or form. At all. They don't know who the fuck she is. I, th- right. I think maybe they mentioned, I think she tells them in the back, which the scene where they're in the back seat of the car is literally looks just like the scene from the um, Halloween 2018. Yeah. Where Laurie Stroh's granddaughter's in the back seat. Yes. Because yeah. cr- Sally kind of goes yeah. crazy in that moment where she's kind of obsessed where she, with killing Leatherface. Mm-hmm. Um, but you could tell when you watch it, and I think I read this online, that they did some sort of rewrites or reshoots. Yeah. While filming this, and it feels like Sally was tacked on. It wouldn't into surprise the me. film because she's by herself for most of the early stuff. It's mm-hmm. just her, and then she meets up with the girls at the very end. But her see either stick with Hallie, a uh, Sa- Hallie, Sally. I mean, <laughs> as the main character, or the the sisters. Like pick, pick one. Yeah. Because I think that's what hurt the film the most if their intentions were to make you care about these characters which honestly at the end of the day dude maybe that's not what they gave a shit about who was the character development these characters were just there to get killed you're you're, you're there to you know watch a movie called Texas Chainsaw Massacre you're (laughs) just there to see people get massacred by a chainsaw at the end of the day which whew they delivered on that I I will say that much you know like you want to touch on the gore in this movie yeah let's talk about gore now that's that's basically the main event (laughs) <laughs> there is some really, really good kills in this movie. I mean, there's that the bus sequence, which everybody is kind of talking about, is is yeah. really the main uh, main crust of, of the, the gore the in this movie. Dude. Yeah, I mean, yeah. there's people getting sliced in half. There's there's dudes walking around missing arms and falling <laughs> apart, and a literal river of blood flowing in the in the bus in that sequence. It's a great you know, scene, one girl dude. tries to escape, and she just gets drilled in half and and only the front half of her falls out of the bus. There's some really cool kills in that scene. Dude, that scene is lit with blue light. It looks great. I love it, yeah. Contrasting that with the blood fucking splattering everywhere. And it's funny because I'm I'm seeing online a lot of people are talking shit about the fucking one guy the who's opening like, You're gonna be to canceled. it, yeah. But and I'm like, they're focusing way too much on that and not appreciating what happens a second after that. Where he's fucking as a horror fan, or like if you love gory movies, dude, he fucking destroys like fifty people in this there's, bus. Yeah, I was gonna say there's easily got to be like two or three dozen people <laughs> in that bus, and they dude. all get mowed down, save it makes, the two yeah. sisters. And it drives me crazy that people are so hung up on the guy just being like, "You're good, cancer, bro." And you know what? It, it, it came out. Enjoy that one it. came out in the trailer, and everybody was yeah. losing their shit over it in the trailer. It's it, again, they're they're horror movie characters. This is what horror movie characters... They're not supposed to be these yeah. deep three... De- you know, it's not winning any Oscars. They're not winning anything for, for writing or anything. No. Like, it, shut up and enjoy the ride. Dude, and another gory scene was the, like, mechanic dude that lives yeah. in Harlow that's teaming... Gets his fucking head bashed in with a sledgehammer. Absolutely it's like bashed his in. head was liquefied, basically. Yeah. It was a watermelon smushed to the ground. Yeah, and, pretty, and, and brutal. I mean, they don't, they don't pull away from it. They... they show it repeatedly you know there's a there's a cavern in his head after leatherface is done with him and it it's a really cool it's a really cool scene it just shows and i think you know in movie if you want to use the lore of the movie it shows that 
he, if we're saying he hasn't done anything since the original Texas yeah. Chainsaw Massacre, he's been hiding away. It shows that he's had this aggression and, and yeah. rage just kind of built up in him. And yeah, maybe he's a lot older now, but he hasn't unleashed the beast, so to speak. Yeah, the leather yeah, face leather in face, him, so to speak. The pent up, pent up uh, frustration of not yeah. murdering someone for 40 years. Right, <laughs> uh, that'll do it. You know, you're going to cave some poor dude's head in. And and that, to me, the, the gore in this movie was, was warranted. I've seen a lot of people, people saying that, yeah. I've seen a lot of people saying it doesn't fit with the original, but you know, ah, dude, that's the, the times have changed. You know, that's the seventies to, yeah. to now. That's that. That's movies have to evolve. You can't. If it, on the flip side of that, if the movie wasn't gory enough, people probably would have complained about that yeah. too. So you know, they're not gonna find. You're not gonna find any any win there. So I I appreciated the gore. I loved. That's what they're doing though in these movies because Halloween 2018 was the same way. It's way right. gorier than yeah. the original Halloween. You have, to, you have to raise the stakes. You have to yeah. up it. Otherwise, why bother? Yeah, that was the, that was listen. That was the that was the biggest highlight. Yeah. Of this movie was the Absolutely. gore. That was probably that's what everyone's gonna talk about. You know, in a few years, I'm like, wow, that was a fucking gory ass movie. And I think that's what what makes me laugh about these movies um, is. People shit on them when they come out, and then in five years, it's gonna have a cult following. Yeah, people gonna there's be like, a fondness. It wasn't that, that bad yeah. when I first watched it; it sucked. But you know, uh, I'm kind of appreciating it now because of the gore and mm-hmm. and the absurd ending, which we'll get to in a sec. Like, I think people in the moment are overanalyzing a fucking right. horror movie. Right, that's about, exactly what I you know, said. You know, it's it's a horror a guy movie. who kills people. Like, it's not that fucking serious. Like, no, not at all. Chill out, guys. <laughs> But I just I also think people are way too hard on these movies. Yeah. I just, I, especially on some of these new like reboot requel requels slasher movies. Like that's yeah. what the fuck they are, slasher movies. I can name ten shitty slasher movies right now that there's something I appreciate in the there's something in it I can and You know what? Like so. I guarantee in the in the nineties and the eighties, there were people <laughs> sitting around saying the same thing about the, the ones that came out during Dude, that. Exactly. I so remember, it, I vividly remember in the early two thousands, like I remember when I was getting into like Lucio Fulci movies and like really a like, cannibal Holocaust and shit like that. I remember like the gore hounds and the old school horror fans shitting on screen so much. Like, ah, oh, scream sucks. That stream's shitty. It's not bloody. It's stupid. It's blah, blah, blah. And now dude, People love the franchise. It's a classic. Look at yeah, it now. Exactly. Fucking people. Horror, horror fans are weird sometimes. Time, times will change. But <laughs> wait, you said the, the ending, yeah. right? Yeah, let's, let's get to the ending. I, I absolutely want to talk about the Dude, ending. Dude, listen. So at the end of the movie, Melody and, and Lila are in the car. It's a Tesla, I think, that has self-driving, yeah. right? Yes. Yeah, it's a fucking it's, Tesla. <laughs> it's pulling away and Leatherface... Obviously, I knew he wasn't dead. Right, they're getting away. Oh my <laughs> yeah, gosh, they're going to get thinking. away. And, and Leatherface breaks through the, the passenger side window and grabs Melody, pulls her from the car, cuts her fucking head off while yeah. Lila watches screaming from the uh, sunroof. Yeah, dude. It's, it's, a, it's, it's like basically recreating the ending of the original, but stepping, stepping it up a notch and right. making it way more fucking uh, grim. Honestly, dude, it's a like 
mean spirited ending. Yeah. When you think about it, it's it's not a happy ending. Like, yeah, they got away. No, but not you, dude. You're gonna fucking die. No, yeah. <laughs> it made, I will say it made me laugh. It made me laugh yeah, pretty hysterically yeah, while watching it, it because funny. it's it it on screen it plays so I, I, kind of cheesy, but like a good yeah, cheesy. Yeah. It's kind of I it, liked it. Yeah, so did I. I loved it. And yeah. I think the, the you know, the whole, like, the Tesla doesn't stop kind of. Yeah, the, it keeps the self, going. Which is like, like you said, referential to the original where the guy's driving the the, the truck away, you know? Like, mm-hmm. it's it's similar to that, but it's the modern equivalent of it, which yeah. I thought was funny. It's smart, dude. And to kill and to make it and to make you think that they're both going to get away and, and they fucking not. don't. And the girl who had a traumatized, like a trauma, a traumatic experience, is gonna have another one witnessing yeah. her fucking sister get fucking beheaded by. This girl's gonna face. need a, a shitload of therapy. <laughs> oh shit! I thought, listen, man, I, I've, that's another thing I've seen a lot of people shitting on, and I'm like, really, dude? That <laughs> yeah. was like, uh, besides the gore, that was honestly my second favorite thing about it was the fucking ending. Was yeah, fucking great, and and it really. Shows you how brutal and fucking unforgiving this Leatherface is in this movie. Yeah. And I love that. And I thought I thought it was the right ending for this movie. And I could have seen them maybe shooting two endings where maybe one she does get away and Leatherface maybe swats at the car with the yeah. chainsaw and they like keep typical, going. Typical ending. And then maybe shot this and people were just like, you know what? You should kill the other sister because yeah. it would be way more of a shocking moment. And I think that's what people had. I think people were shocked by that and were kind of upset that they killed him, killed her, or they just thought it was stupid. But either way, that was the point. That's what I. Right. That's what I yeah. thought about the ending. It's yeah, you're not. I mean, it, it, it's a horror movie, and it's <laughs> it's always final girl. It's not final girls. It's not yeah. a plural. You know, only one's gotta gotta, gotta one's make gonna it survive. for the most yeah. times. So it it I think it played really well, and I think also like. You get the the imagery of of Leatherface, you know, wielding the chainsaw, spinning around in the circle yeah. with the with the severed head, and then that's it. That's you know, that's where the title card pops yeah. up at the end. So you 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 don't have a chance to sit and digest it. You know, that's it. Yeah. It's just over. I I love that it ended there. And it's like it almost tells you the characters were dumb. Like guys, yeah. you shot him once, and then you hit him in like the chin with a chainsaw. Yeah. Crazy he's alive. Dead. The yeah. audience knows that he's not dead. As soon as they did that, I said Leatherface is not dead. Yeah, of course. <laughs> that shot of him in like the pool of water, I was like, he's not dead. Right. He's not <laughs> sinking you know, below the water. He, no. You know, he's coming back. A hundred percent he's coming back. And he, he definitely did. So I, I really I really dug that. And speaking of the final credits, dude, that last credit song is a heater, dude. <sighs> yeah. The final final credits, that song, it's, dude, sounds like Survive. Fucking yeah, amazing. It's a great, great track. And it, it but also like does not fit with the rest of the score for no, the movie yeah, in any way. It it yeah. is totally off the wall. I mean, but even the 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 end credits themselves, the way they're structured, looks different than yeah. the aesthetic of the movie. You know, they have those like it's kind of like the close ups of of the tools the and the chainsaw, tools, yeah. yeah, it doesn't really match the aesthetic of the movie. But I, I mean, that could go back to what you said about like reshoots and rewrites and stuff like that. Yeah. So, but I mean, that that end credits track. Is I fire. think what they were honestly, you know, what I think they were trying to mimic the bus scene because the mm-hmm. letter, the text, the title text is blue. Yeah. And the light, if I remember correctly, in that final, it's like a very like a neon. Blue. 
Yeah. It's like a blue light. So I'm guessing that's what they were trying to mimic with mm-hmm. that scene. I love that song. Dude, that song is not like the sound. The score is, is on Spotify and shit right now streaming. But that track's missing. I'm like, yeah. fuck, man. Guys, release that shit. Gotta, I wanna be able know, to put it in my playlist. Pay. They're going to make you pay for that. <laughs> I'll, pay, I'll pay for it. I don't give a shit. Whatever. It's a good track. Dude, I was listening to it. I was like, fuck, man. I wish the whole movie was scored. Yeah. Like that final song, it would have been fucking amazing. I yeah. guess it would have felt too much like Halloween, like the whole synth dark wave type right. deal. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Would absolutely. Really they they need to differentiate it, so. where they can. They wanted to separate kind of from that franchise, but that was a fucking banging track, man. Yeah. And then we, we got, get a we get a stinger at the end of the credits. Oh yes, we do. Let's talk about that. The the stinger of of Leatherface slowly limping you know he's he's been through some shit in this movie yeah. he's got a little bit of a limp he's an older man and uh camera pulls back and we see the house from the original texas chainsaw massacre in the background and that's where he's headed that Leatherface is headed home i wonder who's living in that house now Dude, <laughs> a lot not a lot of horror movies do stingers like that you know yeah i was trying to think of like recent in recent memory off the top of my head on a stinger yeah. and I can't really think of it. It's more yeah. you know, superhero movies, action Marvel movies do like yeah. the tease a sequel kind of thing and, and maybe there will be a sequel to this line of Texas I'm not Chainsaw opposed movies. to it. I'm not, not at all. But I just thought it was it was kind of jarring to have a, a, a stinger on a horror movie like that. Yeah, yeah. I'm surprised the Halloween films didn't do that because mm-hmm. they were they were planning on making a trilogy of movies. You'd think they'd add little little stingers at the very end, but yeah. f- to my recollection, they did, they don't have any. So weird. But yeah, it was cool to see him walking back to the original farmhouse from the from the original film. That was that was really cool. Just I wonder if if they were to make a sequel, they must have an idea of it taking place in the original house. Maybe yeah, a new what group it's gonna be teens or some shit stumble across the house also who lives in that house because i don't think any of his original family members would be alive right now no and it's not like leatherface has some offspring so maybe he does maybe, <laughs> maybe he does son or daughter of leatherface who the fuck knows maybe that's the uh the next movie maybe he had a kid somewhere in that orphanage who the fuck knows <laughs> so chris what are your uh, final thoughts on texas chainsaw massacre 2022 you know what i enjoyed it uh, it's it's not a bad movie it's or it's not as bad of a movie as the internet would have you think that it is this past weekend and and all the the you know shit talking going on about it i like you said earlier you find something to enjoy in pretty much any of the movies in the series right and so do i i mean i think it could have benefited from another 10 to 15 minutes on the runtime to kind of flesh some stuff out but also I don't care that much that the stuff didn't get fleshed out. I enjoyed it. I loved the gore. Um, I can see myself throwing it on, you know, background noise every once in a while. Yeah, yeah. I, I'm not. I'm not dying to watch it again, but uh, <laughs> I, I enjoyed it. I did. Before I give my final my final thoughts, I do want to talk about an idea I had. So I had this idea while I was watching it. I was like, you know, what would have been a cool idea for this film if they did it. I think it. I think if they did this. I have two ideas, technically. But if they did this, I think people would have appreciated the film more. So when I when I was done, after the credits rolled, I was like, you know what would have been cool? If the entire film plays out, you know, the way it does, and they subtly reveal that it's in Texas, that there's this town, some shit's going on, 
There's some weird shit going on. There's a lady in an orphanage, blah, blah, blah. And the film ends with this character getting his hands on a chainsaw using Melody's head that she cuts at the very end. Cut, cuts off, uh, He cuts off, I mean. And skins it, puts it on his face, and it's revealed at the very end that it's Leatherface. So the audience, the, obviously you have to title it something else. But the entire film, you don't realize it's a Texas Chainsaw Massacre movie until the last four or five minutes. I get why they wanted to name it and, and not do that because for marketing reasons to make money. Well, yeah, but, that's a cool idea, though. Yeah. It's hard. It's hard to pull yeah. off, especially, like you said, from a marketing standpoint. But I honestly, I like that idea. I think has anything really like yeah done it's like that? Split, Split yeah. is the only movie I could think of right, that right. I know was connected to Unbreakable. Was, yeah, but right. that, that's that's such a uh, it's so small until yeah. it you know it only comes into play at the very very end that it's part of that same universe. Yeah, it would be a lot harder to pull it off across an entire movie. But I think with a couple of tweaks, I think your idea is, is real cool. Yeah, like, I think you've know, easily done it. You drop the Sally thing f- until I would have dropped the that, very yeah. end. The very end, you know? And that could have been calls. the post-credit scene. Yeah, like, somebody calls up. and they're like, yeah. oh, this uh, it, this is Sally. Blah, and that's it. Yeah, Next yeah. movie, you bring that storyline to a head. Yeah. I think it would have been cool. Yeah, because it could have been just, you know, uh, a killer who's these people are in the wrong place, the wrong time kind of thing. And that's how it plays out, dude. It almost feels like this movie was written. And that's the other idea I have is just making it a, making it an original slasher. Film. Right. A standalone because kind of thing. Besides she, her, her calling him Leatherface in that one scene and Sally existing in the film, it could be any slasher mm-hmm. movie. Yeah. It's set in Texas, but Texas, it's such place. a small, <laughs> it's such a small detail yeah. that, you could have easily made this an original horror film, and I think people would have appreciated it more. Or the idea I just said where, you know, my idea of just not telling anyone it's it's a Texas Chainsaw Leatherface movie until the very last shot where he would skin her face. And then you could do the whole dance and the reveal. People would be like, oh, shit, that was fucking Leatherface the entire movie. And they could have easily not shown his face and stuff throughout the whole film. Because honestly, dude, he doesn't use the chainsaw till about 40 minutes yeah, yeah. into I mean, the film. I mean, it's not even there. It's like hidden in the wall until yeah. he digs it up. He kills the first few people. Like, he he, he uses their own physical body to murder them. And yeah. he uses, a, 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 like, a piece of wood or whatever. The he uses cleaver, the sledgehammer, the, yeah. the cleaver. Nothing in the film leading up to the chainsaw and obviously the skin mask was relevant to the Texas Chainsaw Massacre. It could have easily been postponed or pushed back a little more into the film. And then the big reveal is that it's Leatherface the entire time. I don't know. I just thought that would have been a fucking sick idea. Someone yeah, hire me. Did you like, the, did you like the movie, though, movie. At, as it yeah. stands? What, me? Yeah. So so here are my closing thoughts. This is kind of how I feel uh, about about the movie. It's not the greatest movie. Besides, but honestly, besides the original film, I don't think any of the sequels or remakes live up to it. That's just my own personal opinion. I thought it was a fun entry with some brutal kills, a fucked up ending, and an interesting depiction of Leatherface. I think it felt it fits very well in the mess that is the Texas Chainsaw <laughs> Massacre series. So that's kind of my stance on it, dude. Like, I think people are being way way too fucking hard on this movie it's like 
Like, guys, have fun. Have fun watching this I, shit. I tweeted, uh, I tweeted, you know, it, it's called Texas Chainsaw Massacre. Lower your expectations accordingly. That's a good way of putting it, man. Lower your expectations, guys. It's just, it's just a horror movie. In the summer of 1973, a few miles outside of Austin, Texas, five youths were attacked in a grisly and gruesome fashion by an unidentified madman. The shocking murders were committed with a variety of tools, including hammers, meat hooks, and most disturbingly, a chainsaw. So that was Texas Chainsaw Massacre 2022. Be sure to subscribe, follow us on Instagram and Twitter at Haunted Hangover, and be sure to check out our Patreon page, patreon.com backslash hauntedhangover31. And if you could rate and review us, that would be greatly appreciated. And remember, the best cure for a hangover is... More booze. Catch you guys later. <laughs>